So welcome to the fourth episode of Tales from Oz. This episode we've got a special guest, Alice, who has joined us um, to tell her about her experiences of living here. So first of all, tell us a bit about yourself, Alice. How long have you been here for? I have been here for 27 years. 27 years. Shouldn't it be 28? I thought it was my age. Oh yeah, 28. <laughs> I guess you've lost count I'm after <laughs> after so long you've kind of lost count. I've been here for 28 years. <laughs> Were you born here? No, I was born in Taiwan. And do you remember much about your life in Taiwan or is that sort of all a blur at this point? All I remember is how much I hated school because primary school back in Taiwan to me was a bit hard. In um, what way? So many, st- way, way too much homework. You <laughs> um, sent home every day. With, remember, like those books, and you have to like make sure your parents sign it. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. and then you go back to the teacher, and the teacher's like, "Oh, did you do your homework?" And you're like, "Yes." <laughs> do you all have that as well? In England, no. We we, we don't. didn't. But we had you? that in Zimbabwe. You have definitely it. even your reading. So yep. someone had to listen yeah. to your reading, and same too, yep. same as yeah. you. They had to sign off that they had yep. heard you read yes, and cool. done your spelling, math. All the same. Yeah. yeah, so imagine coming to Sydney, <laughs> like in primary school. Oh, I don't have a book for my parents to sign. Perfect. <laughs> no homework. <laughs> Wait, so when did you come to, what age were you when you? Uh, ten. 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 And so was it a massive like shift for you? It was. I was literally pulled out of a classroom back in Taiwan from a plane. <laughs> Next second, bang, I'm in Sydney. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh. Where am I? Can you speak English back then? No. I learned my English from um, Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> Go Sesame Street. Oh, yeah. That'd be a learning curve wow. then. Wow. That'd yeah. be tough to... Was it really tough then, like, trying to fit in or find your feet? Uh, or was it... Yeah. I remember the first school I went to, primary school I went to, was in Brian Lassens, which is, like, not far from the airport. The teacher literally spent two hours trying to find a student who can speak Mandarin to try and be my interpreter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that girl happened to be from Taiwan as well, mm-hmm. but her Mandarin was very broken. So it was like, <laughs> Alice, and then some parts in Mandarin, and then the rest was in English, and I was still like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I still don't understand you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So how long did it take you to finally get over all the learning and pick up English and feel mm. comfortable? I think a good two years. So it wasn't until I started year seven in, mm-hmm. yeah, in Sydney when I was like, oh, finally starting to like make new friends, mm. finding my own feet, finally have a voice, really. Mm. Oh, wow. Did you ever want to go back to Taiwan? <coughs> Were you ever like, oh, I wish I could go back? Sometimes, mm-hmm. but just because I miss my grandparents, like oh, relatives. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, everything about Taiwan, I'm probably just like a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> Did you manage to find friends easily, though, by that year seven point? Yes. But um, primary school, it was just, I don't know, it was, it was pretty hard. But in saying that, though, I think everyone I met back in primary school, they were all very friendly and helpful. They're like, oh, you don't understand this. We can, we can help you. That's very nice of them. Yeah. Because mm. I think they also kind of figured out that, you know, the girl that they got as my interpreter was, wasn't really helping. <laughs> so they were like, oh, okay, Alice, this is like, you know, I think back then from Sesame Street, I learned a rubber, like they call a rubber, rubber. 
but I learned it as eraser. Okay. So I was saying to people, oh, can I borrow your eraser? And they're like, no, it's called rubber. And I was like, oh, okay. Rubber? rubber? <laughs> That's not what Sesame Street told me. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> so I was hitting Sesame Street. Oh, yeah, we learned eraser, not rubber. American yeah. English. Yeah, we I learned, learned rubber. Huh. And then found out that it can mean something totally different. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> also, yes. So, 28 years later, what does that feel like now in terms of culture, how you identify? I definitely see myself as a true blue Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I have to say I'm definitely more Australian than I am Taiwanese. Because... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I can tell people that my background is Taiwanese, but mm. when they ask me about Taiwan, I'm going to look at them blank, like, mm. I have no idea. Verified. <laughs> Verified by Sabrina, yes. <laughs> so I guess for you, home is, is home Sydney. Home is definitely Sydney. Okay. Do you ever feel like you're not fit in here because the way you look or... Mm. No, I mean, as soon as I open my mouth, I can, I think everyone knows, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, she's she's Aussie, she's like, local. she's definitely one of us. Whereas, yeah, if I go back to Taiwan, <laughs> just, I don't know, I, I don't know, I'll, I'll be like, I'll, I won't know what to say, or like, I'll say something in Mandarin, and like, oh, you're not local, are you? I'm they like, can do accent, yeah. <laughs> But do you feel missing out anything? Like once you grew up, you understand what happened in Taiwan and compare what you experienced here. Do you feel like yeah. a bit of culture's missing yeah. or something? Yeah, I mean, when I go back to Taiwan, I definitely feel like, oh, these people are the closest to me, but then at the same time, I feel like really far away from them as well. Like when they're talking about things, I can't really join in on the conversation and I'll just feel like there is a there is that gap. Because mm. um, they'll be like, oh, you've been overseas for so long, you don't know what it's like in Taiwan. And it's like, well, they, they are right, but like, I don't know who's supposed to make more effort to try and make you feel like, you know, oh, you're, you're back at home or mm-hmm. like you're an outsider mm-hmm. type of thing. That's supposed to be a really weird feeling, though. I think I actually sometimes I feel that as well. It's like, okay, they're supposed to be my blood, but. I'm not really one of them, am I? I'm not really part of the club. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit weird. That's a really good point, actually. Coming to Australia, I found definitely I've gotten closer to friends and consider them more as family, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm. friends that are family. Um, And I think a part of that has to do with, with what you guys have just covered off there. Just being so far removed physically from actual relatives has kind of made that happen as well. But is it because language barrier or just the understanding of what happened there for you that you feel like you can't join, for example, the Taiwanese conversation or something? I'm not sure. Like, you just... Like, as you get older, I think because everyone's got their own lives and then when you try and join in on a conversation, even though, like, with FaceTime or whatever apps we have that's so readily available for me to connect to my relatives back in Taiwan, we're not talking about the same things anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they'll talk about something and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's great. And I'm, like, yeah. secretly Googling what they're, what they're talking about, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and, you know, and I'll talk to them about my day and uh, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's great, Alice, great. You just know that they're not really paying attention. Mm-hmm. Like, or they're probably, like, blank on the other side of the world. <laughs> It's really funny you bring that up, actually. I remember at Christmas, um, we went for a family dinner, with because uh, I've got an aunt here, and cousins. 
that I'd never actually met before coming here. And I was at the table and I understand Cantonese. And um, some of the relatives were talking about in Cantonese about those collectible model cars and how you know the, the quality of the Japanese ones are much better compared with the ones they make in China now for this brand. And I just felt like I can understand everything they're saying, but it's not really a conversation that we can just yeah. get into. Or they're talking about like to compare watches or this or that. It's like yeah, I know what you're saying, but there's yeah. not that common ground. Yeah. Odd. So food is a really big part, obviously, of moving across the world to different countries. What's your experience with that? Do you still eat a lot of what I guess would be termed Taiwanese food, or um, I think my term of Taiwanese food is just whatever my mom cooks at home. <laughs> Believe it or not, like all of the Taiwanese street foods, like stinky tofu or like oyster pancakes and things like that. <laughs> so, like. So- so we're just going to start right there. We just realized because someone's shocked. <laughs> Ruby has Sorry, a bit of a surprise. It's the face. stinky tofu for me. Please elaborate a little bit more. So when you say it's stinky, called... what sort of stink are we talking about? Like, so really, stinky. Really, like, like dirty socks or... Oh, it's worse than stinky socks. I would say it's different. So it's not like a blue cheese kind of moldy, not mm-hmm. that kind, but it's kind of fermented as yeah, well. It is, ferm- it is, it fermented. is fermented, but it's not blue cheese that kind of sucks. It's a completely different type. You might not be able to stand next to it. <laughs> and is it served in like tiny portions then? Because it's, no, it's no, that, like big chunk of tofu. Yeah, I, I think there's deep fried ones yeah. and like just steamed. Steamed one, they have deep fried one. Yeah. You can share your first experience then. Oh yeah, what did I think of it? I remember it was at a street market. I could smell it before I could see it, basically. Yeah. I was down the street, maybe 50 meters away, and I, you could smell it. It was like a really savory, kind of salty smell, but also not pleasant. It's like sometimes when you smell something, but you're not quite expecting it, then out mm. of context, it's like, oh, that's... I'm not sure if I like that. That's mm. a bit funky. Okay, so apple cider vinegar smell, or like, what's the most similar? It's really hard for me to describe, because for me, it's Rubbish. a good smell. Rubbish! <laughs> 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 No, I would say bad breath. I don't know. <laughs> Stop it! You people are making that food sounds disgusting. Well, it's stinky. It's yeah, called stinky. stinky. Can you find it here then? I think it will actually reach like occupation, like health regulations, like food safety regulations. Because stinky tofu is that stinky. It's not that bad for me. It doesn't smell anything wrong. Like for me, it's a good. Okay, it's just strong smelling. It's just a really strong smelling. Yeah. 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 Let's just say for someone who was born in Taiwan, I was only in Taiwan until ten. I've never tried stinky tofu until I went back to Taiwan when when I was twenty nine years old. Imagine my surprise. Shame on you. It is so stinky, I do not believe it, but it tasted so good as well. When you're right there and it's in front of you, then actually you start to get it. Oh, you're right, like, oh, okay. okay. You take a bite and it's like deep fried and it's like salty. And... It's cool. very yummy. Yeah. You're going to try it. Yes. <laughs> I think you guys have described it perfectly enough. I don't need to try it. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed hearing our first guest recount her arrival in Australia to calling Sydney her home, as well as the notorious Stinky Tofu. We'll be learning much more from Alice on how she's kept her cultural roots alive while becoming a self-professed true blue Aussie for the past 28 years. See you in a fortnight. Bye for now. Bye.